Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 399. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you so, so much for supporting me. And today I want to talk about the term toxic, toxic relationship, toxic friendship, toxic workplace, uh, you name it. You, you see the term thrown around a lot uh, lately. It's almost become like the default word that's assigned to a relationship that didn't work out. Oh, they were so toxic. That relationship was toxic. My boss was toxic and so on. And I say that and you know what? It's probably deserved. Like there's something in the water in the year 2022 that leads people to behave poorly or dishonestly or without a real, you know, moral or intentional compass. And and, you know, I talk to a lot of you listeners and we DM and, and I get to know you and I'm blown away by how toxic some people can be, how toxic a relationship can become. And that sounds like a bit of a downer, right? But, uh, and I suppose it is, but I'm not here in this episode to complain or to just talk about how toxic things have become because that, that doesn't help you. And I want to help you. I want to help me be happier and more in control in our lives. And so I just want to take this short episode and give my thoughts on what a toxic relationship really looks like. The one defining feature of a toxic relationship so that you could think clearly and say, here's this thing. And yeah, this is toxic. This is becoming toxic. And so you could identify it and then do what's best for you. So I want to equip you with one thing to look at so that you don't do what I find to be so common, which is we refuse to see reality for what it is. We refuse to assign the term toxic in the present instead of after the fact, after giving them one more chance, after losing even more of yourself 
in the relationship after giving the relationship a couple more months hoping it'll get better after making excuses for your boss's poor treatment of you right so i'm clearly not just talking about romantic relationships here the idea that i want to talk about here the one thing to look out for it applies to any relationship any any time you have two people interacting with each other relying on each other a friendship a coworker a sibling a parent any interpersonal relationship i want to talk about one thing to look at to help you in the present no excuses no talking yourself out of the reality just one thing to look at to decide if something is toxic and so i'll hop right into it my only ask of you is that if you enjoy the podcast can you do me a quick 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 favor and give it a five star rating and review Next episode is episode 400, and that's going to be a really fun, really personal episode, and it'd mean a lot to me going into that episode if you can show your support by giving the show a five-star rating on Spotify, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating, and then a one to two sentence review. Thank you so much for doing that, and I'm really excited for episode 400. Frankly, I can't believe it's been 400 episodes. That's insane. That's a lot of case. So I appreciate you tuning in, listening, and most of all, supporting me and giving me a platform to share my perspective on life. But let's talk about this topic. This is episode 399. And in this episode, I want to talk about what to look for so you could avoid throwing yourself further into a relationship that is clearly toxic. I want to help you spot it now so you can free yourself to not be that person who looks at the facts afterwards and says, you know, something to the tune of, I can't believe I stayed in that toxic relationship for so long. So to start, I'll say that the term toxic, of course, encompasses all kinds of behavior, all kinds of poor behavior. A toxic relationship, I think by definition, is one where you feel unsupported, undermined, attacked, it's lopsided, it's inconsistent, it's erratic. It's almost like a, a smoothie where something that's toxic can include all kinds of behaviors and people, narcissism or dishonesty or gaslighting or manipulation or misunderstanding. You throw it all in there and you make a smoothie and it's a, a toxic smoothie. <laughs> Definitely not something you want to drink. You could add some jealousy in there, maybe a little bit of resentment, some disrespect, poor communication. Uh, and voila, you've got this this smoothie. So there's clearly all kinds of, of smaller behaviors that can make something toxic. And I point that obvious fact out because it's tough sometimes to realize you're in something that is toxic when you're looking at all of the little behaviors because you start to make excuses for each small behavior. Toxic communication. Oh, well, they're just not good at sharing their feelings. They'll get better. Oh, they get jealous and they shut down because they just love me so much. Oh, they're controlling because they want to protect me, right? The smaller behavior, the excuse for the smaller behavior. And so you find yourself even further invested in that relationship because you're looking at each small behavior and you're justifying it in some way. It could be with your boss. Oh, you know, they just talk shit behind my back to motivate me, <laughs> right? Ridiculous example, but who knows? We go to extremes to make excuses rather than saying, you know what, this shit is toxic today. So with that being said, I was thinking about this topic in detail and I was trying to zoom out a bit. I find zooming out is what helps us identify the reality, the truth of reality, because sometimes we're so lost in the sauce of detail that we miss the bigger picture. And the bigger picture can reveal to us that something is toxic very clearly, whereas 
on the ground floor. We're lost. We're making excuses and so on. So what's the larger truth here? Well, real quick before I say it, I do want to throw out like a like a chaos grenade and say, uh, and I don't know how to say this, uh, but let's realize that it might not be them. <laughs> it might not be the other person that is toxic. It could very well be you, my friend. It could very well be me. It might not be intentional. You might not have some grand, I'm going to be toxic master plan. You could just be reacting. You could be just doing what you think is best for you, but in reality, it's quite toxic. It could be a learned behavior. It could be something you've been conditioned to do, a fight or flight type behavior, but toxic nonetheless. So I just want to throw that out there and ask you and me to consider this while I make my point here. Let's not always be so quick to blame. Let's take a look at ourselves as well, because there are many, many instances where we feed into something toxic and we become toxic ourselves. So definitely something to noodle on. But as I was saying, what's the larger truth, the larger behavior that we can look to, to decide if something is toxic or is becoming toxic? Well, I think it's this. I think it's that the other person in the relationship, lover, boss, you name it, they are not scared to lose you. And they use that as leverage against you. They're not scared to lose you. They're not scared to leave. They're not scared to make it clear that they'll leave if. And that's evidenced by controlling behavior, lopsided commitment, lopsided communication. But the larger truth is that they use leaving, ending, saying see ya as their main point when it comes to arguments, misunderstandings, misunderstanding, just simple communication. They make it clear that they're not scared to lose you. It's an ultimatum. They deal in absolutes. It's their way or the highway. And they use that leverage to, quote, you know, win an argument. And I say this as my main point here because I think about the contrast. I think about what a healthy, committed, mature relationship looks like. I think about a relationship where both people are on the same page. They're mature and that they understand a relationship isn't simple and it requires communication. It requires both people to show each other how they want to be loved. It requires both people to realize that neither of them know exactly how to love each other without some guidance. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. 
By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. You know, a healthy mature relationship. And I think about that. And I think about the defining feature of a healthy relationship, the opposite of a toxic relationship. A defining feature of that is that the last thing on the list of possibilities, the last thing on the list of possible outcomes when it comes to an argument or a misunderstanding or a disagreement or a miscommunication, the last thing on that list that you want to turn to is ending the relationship. Certainly is an option, But it's not the first thing that's turned to. It's not used in terms of absolutes, right? A healthy relationship between two people who are mature and who understand human nature, that means that all effort, all communication, all tough conversations, the point of those things is to reconcile, it's to understand each other better, it's to get to the root of the problem rather than turning immediately to leaving or ending. That's the point of those actions. Everything is like purposed to avoid that as an outcome. So that absolute is like the last option that is turned to. But contrast that with a toxic relationship or a toxic person. That's the first thing that's turned to. It's the first option. And that's like advertised by them. Absolutes. It's either this or it's over. It's the leverage that they turn to first. It's what they use to get their way. It's what they use to gaslight to get you to take their side, to get you to drop your guard, and so on. Oh, well, if that's the way you feel, then maybe this just isn't working for me. Well, if that's the way you're going to be, I deserve better. Well, if that's what you really think, then maybe you should go find someone who agrees with you, (laughs) right? Instead of listening, listening to understand, and you should go back uh, a couple episodes um, to an episode I did on what it means for someone to understand you, When it comes to a toxic relationship, instead of listening, instead of listening uh, with empathy, empathy at face value, it goes to leverage. It goes to absolutes immediately. That is the absolute, the leverage of leaving, of ending. And personally, I just think this is the most toxic trait on the menu. It's, It's super toxic. And it's brought to life by the little, the little behaviors that I mentioned before, poor communication or jealousy or controlling behavior. But zoomed out big picture it's always evidenced most obviously by the fact that they jump to this leverage quickly that's the zoomed out truth they don't communicate how they really feel they act jealous they try to control you because in their words zoomed out unless you get on board with it it's just not working for them they turn to that option first the first option they jump to when you confront that little type of behavior when you decide to have a conversation about that little type of behavior is that they need you to accept it or it's not working for them. They'll leave. It'll be over for them. So that's the point I want to make here. 
just a thought here, an encouragement to not get so lost in the sauce of the smaller behavior. Look at the bigger behavior, the larger theme when that small behavior is confronted. Does it become a mature conversation, a conversation rooted in empathy and understanding? Again, listen to that episode. Or does it become a knee-jerk, first item on the option list, leverage of ending the relationship? I think that's such a telling sign because, again, I think the defining characteristic of a healthy relationship is that you're both moving in the same direction. You both have the same intention. And the last option you want to turn to is ending the relationship. Certainly, it isn't the first option. You know, before you get to that, you have to have conversation. You have communication. You have awkward conversations. You do all these things, brutally awkward and honest interactions and empathy. You turn to those things first. And ending the relationship, of course, is an option, but it's not what you turn to first. It's not used as leverage first. It's not used as leverage to win an argument or to push something, you know, under the rug. So just a thought here, consider this in any context, really. It could be with a boss who micromanages you or talks over you or doesn't empower you and turns to you and says, well, maybe this isn't working out if you're not on board with how I manage. Or again, of course, the biggest example would be with a partner who controls you, who doesn't communicate, who uses your words against you and turns to this and says, well, that is what I need or otherwise I'm out. Think about this big picture, zoom out, and I think you'll find the larger theme presents itself sometimes more obviously than the smaller behavior. That's smaller behavior, again, that we're quick to justify or make excuses for. You deserve better. You deserve better than someone who constantly or immediately turns to this type of leverage. You deserve better than someone who deals in absolutes. You deserve better than someone who uses the leverage of leaving to win an argument. You deserve someone like yourself who hopefully listens with empathy, who understands the complexity of people and who is willing to see things from a different perspective. So that's it. I'll end it right there. If this was helpful, I'd be super, super grateful if you'd share this episode with a friend. And if you could take a couple of seconds and give the show a five-star rating and review, that really means a lot. So thank you for that. And thank you as always for supporting me by visiting newmindsethudas.com. And of course, for listening. And until next episode, I'm out. gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.